Hi, I'm Gail from Europod. Before enjoying your podcast, allow me to say a few words about Europe Talks Back. In the third season of Europe Talks Back, I want to uncover the topics that matter or should matter to all of us. From gender to bodies and sex, digital to migration and urban landscapes, and everything in between. Rather than focusing on macro-level policies, let's zoom in and talk to the brave activists and volunteers with lived experience, who are working directly with marginalized communities to further equity, justice, and liberation for all. The Lisbon experience left me puzzled. On the one hand, it was great. In fact, our team had the chance to understand citizen science on the ground. Actually, listening to Susanna from Zero, Elisa and Frederic from CREA, and citizens like Mariana, helped me and my team not only to understand, but also to feel citizen science. But on the other hand, I realized that, how to put this? In the weeks and months following that trip, I had the feeling that engaging with one pilot of the Coiso project was not enough. Enough to do what, you might ask? <laughs> well, for one, to truly explain the logic and potential of the Coiso project. And secondarily, to come closer to understanding if citizen science can be an answer to my root question. That is, can this approach to research, citizen science, play a role in reconnecting citizens and science? Exploring Citizen Science. Can research and society be reconnected? Episode 6. Roleplay games, lunchboxes and more. To some extent it was normal. I mean, it was normal that one field trip to Lisbon would not have been enough to uncover COESO. In the end, the project is made up of 10 pilots. And the pilot one in Lisbon must tourism's impact on urban communities, which we dealt with in episode four and five, was or is just one of them. Speaking of which, you might remember the website I quoted towards the end of episode five. Just as a refresher, it's called Sao Jose, and it goes with the tagline A Transmedia Ethnography of Tourism in Lisbon. In case you still don't recall, the website is a sort of digital and interactive archive of the content produced during pilot one. It features pictures, audio recordings and text linked to the different activities, such as the walking tours in the neighborhood of Santo Antonio, for instance, or the photo voice activity. The reason I'm getting back to this is that, in the end, from my point of view, one of the results of Pilot One is the sharing of a number of practices. For instance, among others, ethnographic practices. With which purpose in mind? For other teams of NGOs, researchers and citizens who are based in other cities, like Barcelona or Venice for that matter, to replicate everything. And so, if you have bared with me until this point, I believe that to understand the reach and scope of COESO, its potential, we need to cast the light also on a few more pilots and on how they have produced or are producing practices of citizen science. My name is Matteo Guzzoni and our pilot is called Playful Futures, sci-fi LARP ethnography for Mediterranean coastal communities, which means there's a lot of like strange words in this title. I agree. 
Probably too many. But let's follow Matteo. I promise this will get very interesting. Basically, we're going to use like a game format, which is LARP, live action role playing, to explore the consequences of sea level rising in coastal communities. And specifically, we're going to do that in Croatia. I figured a bit of context could be needed here. So here it comes, still though through the voice of Matteo. So sea level rise, of course, is a thing that is going to happen in the next 20 to 50 years. And uh, a lot of like cities and 250 million people in Europe lives in coastal communities. So this is going to be like a thing that is going to impact like dramatically the European Union. So we wanted like to explore this problem and we're going to do that with a game, which is uh, again live action role playing LARP that uh, in the online form became very, very popular during the pandemic years. So, just to make things absolutely clear, this is Matteo Uguzzoni, project manager of Pilot 9 of Coeso, introducing the logic behind another Coeso pilot project. And this pilot number 9 goes under the title Playful Futures, Sci-Fi Live Action Roleplay Ethnography for Mediterranean Coastal Communities. It aims at, and I quote from the Coeso website, raising awareness about climate change through gaming activities in Croatian coastal communities. And this is how it all came together. I'm a game designer, so I like to design games of different kind. I'm not like um, format specific. So I designed something that was a VR, I designed like board games. And during the pandemic, I have to say that uh, online LARP was very interesting and I discovered that and then I started playing and I fantasized about designing something about it. So this uh, was like a thing in the last two years that I was thinking about. And then when we saw the call... So I will give more room to Matteo in a minute. Just he mentions a detail which is important to get the logic of the Coeso project across. He says he and his colleagues saw the call. What he's talking about is an open call for applications which was issued by and within the COISO project. For organizations and all sorts of experts to apply with their citizen science projects to obtain funding from COISO itself. We'll come back to why this matters later. When we saw that, we were already like thinking about designing a game inside a sci-fi world like i don't know for star wars you have like you know the the universe or like for harry potter you have Howard. like it's a world where you can like set a lot of things inside so witness is this floating mega city we are in the future the climate change already happened now at this stage i need to quite abruptly simplify things or better said, jump over a big part of the story Matteo told us. Because there is a whole community of thousands of hackers, activists, radical thinkers, which goes under the name of Edge Riders, which indeed, among other things, has developed the sci-fi world of Witness. So, this Coeso pilot number nine is building upon Witness and the work of Edge Riders. As a matter of fact, Edge Riders is also a social enterprise and one of the engaged stakeholders of this specific COISO pilot. A bit like NGO Zero in the case of the Lisbon pilot, to make a comparison. 
Anyhow, if you're interested in Witness, you can check out the website edgeriders.eu. That's E-D-G-E-R-Y-D-E-R-S dot E-U. There, you will find a whole lot of resources about Witness and other projects developed by Edge Riders. Back to Matteo now. So we thought, why don't we create another way to engage with uh, the future and with Witness creating like a game so people can really immerse themselves in the world and really like imagine how it will be to live in that kind of world. You might wonder, fair enough, but how is this in any way related to the objective of Coeso, to science? Well, listen to Matteo again. So what we're going to do is we're going to apply a digital ethnographic method to the LARP and uh, is participant observation. So one ethnographer is going to be present all the time and they're going to take notes and annotation and, and code. And the output of the LARP is going to be also an audio track that can be analyzed and can be coded. Sorry for the intrusion, but it's just to say that I hope that you can notice the connection with the outcome of the Lisbon pilot here. Meaning, also in this pilot, the activities are steered in the direction of developing an ethnographic method. And in this way, he's going to create like a map of concept and knowledge that can be like uh, navigated and is going to be available for everybody that will participate in the LARP. So it's a way to using digital ethnography to try to assess what is the unconscious, collective unconscious of communities that are going to be impacted by sea level rising. How they're going to react? They're going to like be scared or they're going to be proactive. And in this way, like try to see if there is space for radical solution to these problems. Wow. When we interviewed Matteo, the project was still in its initial stages. But then, luckily enough, there's the Coeso website. And as for all the other pilots of Coeso, there is a dedicated blog. So I'm able to tell you how Playful Futures, it's the name of the pilot, continued. Actually, this might be a good moment to tell you who, beyond Edge Riders, are other organizations involved in this specific pilot. That is TANTLAB, which is short for the Techno-Anthropology Lab of the University of Aalborg from Copenhagen, Denmark, and Culture Hub Croatia. So what happened next in Playful Futures? First and foremost, there has been a game design process, which took place in the autumn of 2022. Matteo and the developer team defined a set of constraints for the game. This ended up in a design document. Then, the team analyzed other already existing games to take inspiration. Up to 20 games were taken under the loop. Following that, a number of game prototypes were developed. Eventually, the developer team came up with a definitive game, which goes under the acronym ATBTS, which stands for A Town by the Sea. So in A Town by the Sea, one plays as the citizens of a small town that is very close to the sea. Together with other participants, one creates landmarks of the town and sees them destroyed by sea level rising. As a community, one will be able to savage one landmark every time a wave will hit, but with a cost. As the ideator put it, it's a game about community, memories, grief and hope. After the design phase, between the end of 2022 and February 2023, 
a quite elaborate number of offline activities and strategic communication actions took place. They were put in place to engage target audiences with the project in Croatia and abroad. Finally, by the beginning of March, as many as seven game sessions were held. As for the ethnographic coding, it's in the making, as I'm talking to you on this podcast. Analyzing playful futures was an important moment for me in the context of my analysis of COESO and citizen science. Thanks to this pilot, I started to better grasp the big picture. How COESO is spurring experimentation in citizen science at large, thanks to proposals by organizations on the ground across Europe. And so, this is where I'd like to get back to that detail Matteo mentioned earlier. The fact that they, Edge Riders, the techno-anthropology lab of the University of Aalborg and Culture Hub Croatia, apply to a call. Indeed, in the context of COESO, the first five pilots were identified even before the project got financed by the European Commission. Lisbon is one of those. But the remaining five, out of which one is Playful Futures, are a result of a selection process during which organizations and researchers from across Europe could apply for funding. As a result, besides Playful Futures, in the second round, other four projects were funded. For instance, Pilot 10 Lunchbox Monitor, which is a partnership between Ghent University, Ledas, Recall to Belgium and the Flemish Institute of Healthy Living. This is Wendy van Lippenvelde, assistant professor at the University of Ghent. So this project aims to develop a method that can objectively register what children, 6 to 12 year olds, bring in their lunch boxes to school. And in the COESO project, we will actually ask the help of the citizens. And with citizens, I mean the children, their parents, school actors like teachers, principals. We will ask them, together with us, develop a creative and inclusive method to measure the content of lunch boxes. The objective of the pilot is to develop citizen science practices that can be replicated with the aim to evaluate the healthness of children's meals and levels of food insecurity. We want to have a look into okay, how healthy and how sustainable are the lunch boxes that our kids bring to school. But the most important thing for us is actually to look into how many of the children bring empty lunch boxes. We also call it nutritionally empty lunch boxes um, to get an insight about yeah how much food insecurity there actually is among Flemish children because we will do the, the study in Flanders. And about the methodological aspect and with the objective of replicability in mind. We want to create a methodology that is inclusive, that is able to measure lunch boxes of all different kinds of children. So also for children where there is a problem. So we want to create something that is sensitive enough to actually give an, a correct insight into the problem. And we do think that the best way forward is to do that together with the children, together with parents, with school actors, to think together what could be the best methodology to measure the lunch boxes. Another pilot of COESO, Pilot 8, is dealing with evaluation of the quality of waters and more precisely, establishing a citizen science, women-driven and women-empowering method to do it. The pilot goes under the name Women Water Watch and it is a joint endeavor of the Institute of Development Policy of the University of Antwerp and Aqua Farms Organization, an NGO in Tanzania in Africa. This is Sarah de Warte, a researcher at the Institute of Development Policy of the University of Antwerp. I think the idea originally started when we acknowledged first and foremost that water 
access access to functional water sources with high quality, safe water was a real issue in Tanzania and it's actually growing and also being acknowledged as one of the priorities for the government. But as Sarah explains, there is an issue with the monitoring of remote areas. But when faced with the monitoring of the quality of these water sources, it was really difficult to have a government monitoring all of the water qualities in these very remote places. Now, then the idea started of building on citizen science and on, on community monitoring to not only provide the government with information about the quality of the water, but also provide the community with this needed information about the quality. And this is precisely where the empowering aspect kicks in. So by capacitating the women to do the monitoring of the quality themselves and putting on different systems of communication, like reporting the quality water by putting flags, red flag is not safe water, green flag is safe water. You provide a system where the community themselves can directly see the results of the monitoring. Additionally, the information is also uploaded through mobile community monitoring in an open source data portal, where then the government can have access to this data and they can make policy decisions based on this information. Summing up, COESO acts like an engine for practices of citizen science to flourish. All these insights from the pilot projects are examples of how COESO is helping citizen science to take shape. But like any other project, one day, also COESO will be over. As a matter of fact, no other pilot will be financed under the correct funding scheme. And if it is true that COESA will have left behind at least 10 different methodologies to implement citizen science in the fields of humanities and social sciences for other organizations to take inspiration from, well, I was wondering if there's more to it. Coming up on Exploring Citizen Science. So to move on, I think this is really the key point of this chat we're having today. And I don't know who wants to start about this, but I'd like you to describe a bit Vera. I understand that being really probably but correct me if i'm wrong probably the most important thing of the project in terms of what remains out of coeso in the long run well i can describe vera and then everyone can chime in but essentially vera is a platform that's being developed by coeso and is a product of coeso so it's a platform that aims to improve collaboration between researchers in the, the social sciences and humanities, but also make the collaboration more simple and really encourage collaboration between researchers. And by that, I mean academic professional researchers and anyone who considers themselves to be a researcher. Do you want to hear more podcasts that get to the bottom of things that stand out in the ambient noise? Join Europod. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and our newsletter. Follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram. Discover our brand new website at www.europod.eu and join us in our fight. Europod. Clear the noise. Start to listen. Listen.